and welcome to episode 143 of the Disney Park Princess podcast. I'm your co-host, Sarah. I'm Heather. I'm Charlotte. And it almost, I know we did a podcast last week, but this sort of feels like our first official podcast back for some reason. I don't know why, but because we have an actual topic and we're not just like desperately playing catch up with everything that happened while we were gone. It was a little nuts. So um, how are you guys doing? Oh, you know, Tuesday, hanging in there. Tuesday, yeah, it is a gloomy Tuesday here. It here is- too, which is yes. unusual. Yesterday it was gloomy and it is gloomy again. And it just kind of has me being like, I want to put on sweats and lay in front of the flat fire. Yes, it is pouring rain here and cool. And all I want to do is take a nap. Wow. It is sunny here. And finally we have fall weather. Oh. It's, it's been like... <laughs> In the upper 40s, lower 50s, when we leave for school in the mornings, like it's, mm-hmm. but I mean, it's going to be like 85 today because that's just fall in Georgia. But yeah, yeah, yeah. we have, uh, I looked at the weather and it is not going above 70 degrees for the next two weeks. So it is, it's official. It's yeah. fall here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm jealous. I miss fall. Oh, I love it here. Oh, I was so happy the other day. I went to my parents and they live on the water in Connecticut, and there was like a breeze coming in off the water, and I was sitting in a lounge chair. And if I closed my eyes, I could almost pretend like I was on a cruise ship, like because I could hear the water, and there was a little breeze, and I was like, well, that's it. I'm just never moving. I will just be here <laughs> if anybody needs me. Um, it was fantastic. But back to the rain and the gloom. Oh, well, you got to love it. Uh, so this week on the podcast, we are going to be talking about Disney Genie. It's a whole thing, people. <laughs> I know. There's a lot to get into. Uh, Charlotte wrote a blog post about this a few weeks ago, as soon as it happened. Um, so for if you want to see this in writing, <laughs> you can go to DisneyParkPrincess.com and just use the search engine in the top right-hand side. Type in Genie. It'll pop right up. Um, or you can search for it under Walt Disney World uh, in our menu at the top of the website. We're going to get into all of that in just a little bit. But first, we've got uh, a bunch of news. Very exciting. Uh, let's see. So biggest one of course we are recording this on tuesday just days before walt disney world's 50th anniversary Woo! big hoopla i'm mostly excited about the ears that they have released i do i need them all do i need just one i don't know it's a dilemma you need them all let's be clear <laughs> um but also i can i just say like i sort of snickered when they named it like everything iridescent because god disney loves a pun I'm here for all of the iridescent merch. Like, it's really cute. They have so many different merch lines. I can't decide which I like, which I don't, what I'm going to buy. I'm probably just going to buy everything. I'm basically here for anything that's sort of sparkly and, you know, (laughs) glittery and, yeah, all all of that stuff. Um, So so what is involved? What's going to happen on Friday? Well, a variety of things are going to happen on Friday. There will be a big sort of ceremony at the Magic Kingdom in the morning. So if you... If you have a park pass for Magic Kingdom in the morning and for whatever reason you've been living under a rock and you don't know it's the 50th anniversary, it's going to be crowded. It's going to be crowded. <laughs> if you get there before the ceremony, just be anywhere except for in front of Cinderella Castle. Unless you really want to see the ceremony, in which case park yourself in front of Cinderella Castle and don't move. Yeah, um, like get there hours and hours yeah. early. <laughs> like hours and hours early. Um, other things that you're going to notice, all of the statues are up. The 50th anniversary golden statues are all up uh, in all four of the parks. All of the transportation, like the monorail and the buses and everything, has super cute iridescent wraps on them. Um, 
that's fun. The Main Street Confectionery is reopening, which is really exciting for me because you know I love a Rice Krispie treat. And all kinds of new treats coming. A bunch of Skittles treats, which I thought was fascinating. I don't know if some sort of Skittles promotional partnership or something, but... Uh, they paid for something, so now we they, get a treat. Clearly <laughs> they paid for something. Well, I guess the big news is Skittles is... Um, you know the green Skittle has been... I guess it's been Apple for a while. They changed it from lime to apple. Apparently, it was a big controversy. I don't know. I don't like Skittles. Um, I did not know that. I don't think that I would like that. Yeah, but they're bringing lime back. Big, big deal. They're bringing lime back. So if you're a lime <laughs> fan, you know, good news. Um, but anyway, there's a whole bunch of Skittles streets coming. And they, you know, they look pretty cute if you're a Skittles fan. Uh, what else is going on? Early theme park entry. This was announced as a perk for Walt Disney World guests a while back. I mean... If, if you just do not appreciate the whole 30 minutes in the morning um, that you were getting, I don't know what to tell. 30 whole minutes, folks, that's what you're getting. You can get on <laughs> one ride. Yeah, hey, exactly. and, uh, in Tokyo, I think they only have 15 minutes. So oh, wow. Yeah, and it's, you, I don't even think, well, you're the one that has been, but I don't think you can even go on rides, right? Like it's no. more or less just to get in line and to get yourself get there. a fast pass. It's purely to get a fast pass. Yeah, And one thing that's super adorable is um, they will, even if they let you in like 20 minutes early and it's supposed to be 15 and you get to that first fast pass kiosk, they will uncover them and they say, and they will just go, wait. And people actually just wait. Yeah. I was about to say, and I bet people wait. It's <laughs> fantastic. Unlike and here. Somebody yeah. should come here and teach all of us that then. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and then um, and then at you know at precisely the time they say okay, and then they orderly yeah. go up Pol to the politely form queues. Yeah, <laughs> so nice, it's so nice. Oh God, I love traveling in Asia. It's just <laughs> so much well. More I will say the the guests at the Chinese parks do not have that same level of discipline. Like the all right, Japanese. I guess I'll go with East Asia. I love traveling yeah. in East Asia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it. Uh, what else is going on? Oh, the um, also, if you're staying at a deluxe resort, you get extended evening hours. But that is yes. only, that is yes, only for deluxe please. resort guests. I am here for that. Yes. Uh, over in Disneyland on November 2nd, they is going to, they're celebrating Dia de los Muertos. I'm sorry if I'm butchering that. Je prends français, je ne parle pas espagnol. Um, I, I, I got nothing for you in Spanish, but I'm doing my best. Um, which I have to say is it's such a beautiful celebration i think i have zero latinx or you know nothing in my dna i'm literally the whitest white girl on the planet i'm 99.9 percent .9 irish and scottish that's it i got nothing um but i just think it's so beautiful and i'm really hoping for some good cocoa stuff oh i'm uh, sure they will you know even uh disneyland paris has a bunch set up for dia de los muertos which i thought was interesting um but it's a big deal out here in california there are a lot of mexican and hispanish heritage people and so this is really their holiday and it's beautiful my, like all of my neighbors have um ofrendas set up which are their little altars where they with the marigolds you know, and everything yes it's so beautiful um and there's a lot of like the hollywood forever cemetery does a huge dia de los muertos um celebration and like it's just such a thing out here so i know that disneyland has done a few things in the past uh, but i'm glad to see that they're actually dedicating a celebration yeah. to it like it's gonna be to i'm it. sure it's gonna be beautiful it's going to be amazing. Um, what else is new? Back in Walt Disney World, the electric water pageant is returning with a 50th anniversary tag on the end of it. 
I love the electric water. I love it too. Who doesn't? I mean, there's just something so simple and nostalgic about it. Yeah, we will. I I mean, all three of us, if we hear the music, we'll go running to the the nearest window, the nearest dock, the nearest whatever, just to watch it. Um, It's fantastic. If you don't, one exception. Let me tell you this. When Uh I stayed the last time, the last time I ran the half marathon at Walt Disney World, um, January, we stayed at the Grand Floridian and we had a room right on the water. And holy cow, that thing is loud. <laughs> you don't realize it when you're outside. But I was trying to go to bed because, you know, you have to be at Epcot at like 3 a.m. So right. I was trying to go to bed at like a super early time, but it was not happening. So <laughs> anyway, so just beware if you're if you have a small child or want to go to bed early, you're yeah. not doing it. Those water those. rooms, at the, you know, on the yeah. uh, on the lagoon might not be <laughs> ideal. Uh, and then last but not least, Remy. Remy, Remy is not the name of the ride. Ratatouille is the name of the ride, but I'm going to call it the Remy ride until the day I die and you can't do anything to stop me. Um, technically, isn't it, or at least in Paris, it's Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. So something you can like call that. it yeah. Remy and it'll be fine. Yep. It is opening officially on October 1st and it will have a virtual queue. We're going to get into all of the virtual queue stuff as part of you know our conversation later. Um, but just so you know, October 1st, virtual queue, similar process to... Rise of the Resistance, except that right now Rise of the Resistance is, is paused, is not using a virtual queue. I think it's because they, with Remy onboarding, they only want one attraction at a time using the virtual queue system because I think they're afraid that if they're both using it, it'll crash. <laughs> yeah, that's probably. Just my suspicion. Just my suspicion. So um, virtual queue for Rise of the Resistance, it, it's going to come back at some point. Don't get too excited. Um and that's it. That's all the news for this week. Did I miss anything? Ooh, I don't think so. It's a lot for one week. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Right? It's, we did an entire podcast worth of news last week. I feel like we could probably do it again this week, but <laughs> a lot happened. Uh, stay tuned. Coming up next, our discussion on Disney Genie, Genie Plus, the a la carte option, Lightning Lit. What does it all mean? Coming up next. All right. Let's get into this. Charlotte, you wrote this blog post. I did. Um, a couple of weeks ago, mainly because I was like, hey, Sharla. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still well, recovering from surgery and don't yeah. know what day of the week it is. Want to write a blog post? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it, gosh, I felt like they hit us with so much information all at one time. And I missed some things and Sarah was like, no, it's not quite right. So we had to fix that. But it is. There is a lot to unpack in this, mm-hmm. in Genie. First of all, don't say it's paid Fast Pass because it's not. It's Fast Pass is just no longer. I know it's semantics, but that bothers me. <laughs> it's not paid Fast Pass. No, it's Max Pass. And leave yes. it to Disney it's to. Max Pass. It's one hundred. Yes. It is Max Pass for all intents and purposes. It's just Max Pass with the new name. So leave it to Disney to be like, hey, we created this thing five years ago that nobody paid attention to. Let's just use it on this and confuse the entire world. Mm-hmm. It really was. The announcement was very confusing. Yeah. It was kind of just like dropped and they're like, here, I don't know. Go figure it out. We'll, we'll explain it in the next couple of days. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which um, they so, sort of did and they sort of didn't because we did still it. don't know everything. Well, we're going to get into that because we're going right. to talk about, first we're going to talk about what we do know. And then we're going to get into what we still don't know. Um, or, or we could flip it. We could talk about what we don't know first. 
let's talk about what we know. I don't let's know. Talk about what we know. Okay. Let's yeah. Talk, let's, let's talk, talk, with, the talk with the good stuff. We're talking, let's talk with the stuff that we're exciting about. Okay. So the first sort of overarching theme of all of this is Disney genie. So Disney's genie is a, basically a set of planning tools in your, my Disney experience app. It is a way to help you plan your trip using the app and using the resources in the app. So that is completely free. All of those all of those resources and everything in the app that is just the planning tools are free to any guest who uses the My Disney Experience app and is going to Walt Disney World or Disneyland. Right. And they announced that they were doing this several years ago. Years ago. Yeah, before they shut down, before anything of this um, I mean, it was probably a good five years ago that they had came out with Disney Genie and nobody paid attention to it. Like it kind of yeah. just faded into air. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Um, so this is the extension of that. And then, and I remember when they announced that, we kind of thought, is this the new, the new FastPass thing? But then it just kind of, again, faded. And so yep. now we know. So that's what Disney Genie is. So you're going to hear the, I think this was what partly what was confusing for people is Disney talked about like a free thing and then they talked about a paid thing, but then that paid, not just that paid thing. There's like another paid thing. And you know, it was very confusing for people. So when you hear Disney or, or bloggers or podcasters or anybody use the term Disney Genie, what they're referring to are the free planning tools that are available to everybody in the My Disney Experience app. Clear, clear. Right. Then there is Genie Plus. <laughs> I, I have feelings, but I, I don't like it. I, it just, it's so confusing. I just think it makes it so confusing. But anyway, there's Genie Plus. Genie Plus is paid access to some <laughs> attractions. Right, because we couldn't make it confusing just right. basically. Like, couldn't now just we make, have to clear, add make it everything. <laughs> nope. Had to make it just some attractions. The other thing that is significantly different from FastPass is there is no advance planning for this other than purchasing, potentially purchasing Genie Plus. And that's what makes me so happy about it. <laughs> I never liked that um, advanced planning FastPass thing. I much preferred the old system. I have blogged about this. I have talked about this extensively. Um, so that makes me very excited about Genie Plus. That you don't have to pre-plan. Pre Sorry, I'm making a face because Disney just announced, they just made a big announcement. Not very big, but they just made an announcement while we were recording the podcast. So we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> it's not Disney Genie related, but whatever. We'll talk about it just because it's here. Um, so it's day of planning. If you are staying on site at a Walt Disney World hotel, you can make them on your My Disney Experience app at 7 a.m. So another perk for staying on site at a Walt Disney World hotel. If you are staying off site or are a local guest, um, not staying in a hotel, you have to wait until you're actually physically in the park. You have entered the park, scanned your ticket, and you have to have a park pass, of course, for that park. Um, but again, it's day of planning. And I think you can make, what is it? A, can you make multiple reservations? Or is it one, one at, at a time? time. It's, I'm pretty sure it's one at a time. Okay. Uh, all right. Then there is this not clearly named, very nebulous concept that is known as the a la carte option um, that is paid access to the lightning lanes for 
the rest of the rides. Um, but also possibly some of the rides that are included in Genie Plus. So for example, you could choose not to purchase Genie Plus, but could still on the day of your visit, choose to get the a la carte paid option to the lightning lanes. So there's Genie sense? Plus and then there's Lightning Lanes. And so light, it's, it's so it's not called Lightning Lanes. So Lightning Lane just refers to the actual entrance. The lane, the fast yes. pass entrance, the lane yes. itself. Yes. Correct. So there's Genie Plus and then there are these Lightning Lanes and they are two totally different things. And just because you have purchased Genie Plus does not give you access to these Lightning Lanes. You would have to then pay over and above what you've paid for Genie Plus for access to X attractions, because there are certain attractions that are not included in the Genie Plus. Yes, only for the only for the attractions that are not included in Genie Plus. You would like if you've purchased Genie Plus, you get Lightning Lane access for the rides that are included in Genie Plus. But then there are going to be rides that are not included in Genie Plus that you still would need not need to, but have the option to pay for using a la carte option. This is clear as mud is infuriating to me. And I'm going to tell you why. I think I said it earlier, like months ago on the podcast, that in my perfect world, in Heather's perfect world, we would have max pass like they had at Disneyland, but that you wouldn't have to pay for it. Because if you're a family of five or whatever, it, it, it's expensive just for one day, let alone, you know, if you want it for the whole, the entirety of your trip, which you probably do, because there are tons of crowds at both sets of parks now. So I'm infuriated that it's expensive anyway. But then on top of that, now not every ride is included. So if I want to go on, I don't know, Rise of the Resistance, I'm just, or I know Seven Dwarfs Mine Train is not included in Genie Plus. So if I don't want to wait three hours for that ride, I now have to pay X amount of dollars on top of my Genie Plus. Mm -hmm. Or I don't get Genie Plus and I just pay as I go. But that then, then that adds up. And just yeah. one program, one program. It's bad enough you're charging me. Just one cost. That's it. Flat yeah. across the board. Well, so let's talk about the cost because we haven't discussed that yet. So for Genie Plus, now again, Disney Genie is free. Genie Plus is $15 per ticket per day at Walt Disney World and $20 per ticket per day at Disneyland. Why is it more expensive at Disneyland? Because it includes your PhotoPass photos. It does not include PhotoPass photos at Walt Disney World. So again, it's clear, right? Yourself. Makes sense? No, not at all. Makes no sense. So you, okay. So to get, to make this right in my head, you have to pay $15 per person per day, plus $169 for memory maker. If you want your photos. Correct. Yes. Or you could only just one pay person, Only one person in your party needs to buy memory maker though. Not everybody right. needs to right, buy memory right, maker. Right. But yeah. still. But. Uh, Unless they change that too. Stay tuned. <laughs> well, I have, I have heard, well, rumor, 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 rumor. I think they might be upping the price of Memory Maker. Oh, I'm, I, I would anticipate that. Yes. When it returns, I would. So if you, if you are planning on going, add Memory Maker to your package now. There yep. you go. Um, so that price, you know, 50, but we also have the ability to add it to a package like if you're booking a Walt Disney World package that includes room and tickets and, you know, blah, 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 you can add Genie Plus sort of for the length of your stay, right? Yeah, you can add it onto your tickets. Like it's, you know, like you could add on the park hopper, you can add on the water parks. Now, eventually, once Genie Plus decides to be released, you can add on 
Genie Plus to your park tickets and it just gets included in the cost of your package, you know, and you pay for it along with your final payment, which is nice because then you don't think about it. Right. Um, but it's only for the length, it's for every single day of your ticket. Yeah, you have to buy, you have to, your Genie Plus is for the set. So if you buy a four day tickets, you're buying four days of Genie Plus. Exactly. Now, if you decide you don't want that and you want just one day of Genie Plus, or maybe you only want it for two days of your tickets, you would have to purchase it day by day after you enter the parks. Um, yeah. And that's the only way to do it sort of day by day or not for the length of your ticket. Yep, exactly. So, you know, this is this is a lot of moving pieces, right? And it, it adds a layer of whole to the like planning process, you know? And I'm sure it's just like when my Disney experience came out and FastPass Plus came out mm -hmm. and everybody was so confused and stressed and how do I do this? And it, oh my gosh, now park passes are here and how do I, once we're all used to it, it's going to be like second nature and nobody's going to care. But for the time being, like, couldn't they have just made it a little simpler? Like, thanks, Disney. Like, like, we're, like everybody's got enough going on, right? We're in the middle of a panorama. We're in the middle of a, you know, like it's just like, <laughs> Could you just make this one thing easy for us? And why did we have to change the name? Like, just Max Pass. It is Max Pass. This is exactly what Max Pass was, especially at Disneyland. Like, just poured it over to Disney World, period, the end. Stop trying to make Disney Plus happen, or Genie Plus happen. Yeah. And then the, we just touched on it earlier when we were talking about um, Remy, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure, um, the new attraction in Epcot which is going to be using a virtual queue. So what Disney has said is that they will be keeping the virtual queue, but then we'll also have lightning lane. So you will also have what is more than, let's be clear, Remy is not going to be included in Genie Plus. <laughs> no. Mm -hmm. Not like, like the, rise like, the resistance. <laughs> all of know. like the newer, quote unquote, newer big ticket items. Like I'm sure once Tron is finally built, that won't, you know, be part of Genie Plus, which is, right. that's infuriating. Stop nickel and diming people. It's already expensive to go there. It just makes me angry. So those attractions will have both the virtual queue, um, you know, may the odds be ever in your favor, <laughs> or a la carte pricing. Now let's talk about the a la carte pricing because... This is a whole thing. Basically, you have to think about the a la carte lightning lane option, almost like Uber. You know how Uber, the pricing changes? Yeah. Surge Based on pricing. how many requests, Urgh. it's surge pricing. I hate yeah. surge pricing. <laughs> I know. So, and this to me makes the, uh, this is the most frustrating. I, I hate this option. <laughs> I'm just going to put it right out there. I, I just, I really don't like it. I'll pay it because I'm the type of person that, you know, We'll pay it for a ride I really want to get on, but it's it, it is annoying to me that I it could be one price at 8 a.m. and another price at 4 p.m. Like that's just my and it depends on the day of the week too. Yep. Saturday is going to be more expensive than Tuesday or, or yeah. whatever it may be. Yeah, at two o'clock on December 25th is going to be a whole different price than you know two o'clock on. And I kind of understand why they're doing that, right? Like we want Ooh. to discourage people from doing it if it's really busy and everybody's buying Lightning Lane right now for Remy. We don't want more people to, so we're going to make it super pricey. Right. But like, I, you know. But also let's be clear, and I don't resent Disney for this, by the way. This doesn't, a lot of people are really resentful about the, the money aspect of this. And I can completely understand that. It just doesn't happen to be the way I feel. Disney's a business. And they are out to make money. And they lost a lot of money yeah. during the shutdown. Um, and this is one of the ways that they're going to make it back. Let's be honest. Yeah. People are going to buy this. 
Yeah, of I'm course I'm going to buy it. I mean, yeah. I have some experience too. Like I actually, I have actual experience with it because um, at Disneyland Paris a few weeks ago, they instituted their premier access, right? And we we had talked about it on the blog and oh my gosh, it's a fa- paid fast pass and what are we going to do? And surprise, it's now here at the US park. So we have to learn to use it. So I was using it while I was there. Um, and it's kind of, it's frustrating, right? Because, um, the the attractions that I that had the longest lines, I'm looking at you, Crush's coaster did not have premier <laughs> access. So you had to wait between 65 and 75 minutes. Like the line just didn't go down. So either if you want to ride this ride, you are waiting in line. So you get in line. And then I was like, well, I really want to take Justin on Ratatouille because he's going to see it in October at Disney World. And like, let's compare. And, you know, he should see the original. And we had... Um, dining reservation so I'm like screw it we're just gonna do this this um this premiere access and it's basically like the old fast pass system where you're like oh okay if you don't put your credit card in fast enough and click hit all of a sudden your time disappears and now you're moved back by five or ten minutes so you kind of have to be fast with it which is infuriating um but it's also like okay what time do you want available i wanted this time so it was i want to say like 11 euros each to get on freaking remy and um you know if i wanted it two hours from now it was going to be 15 euros each and so like at least in Disneyland Paris, you can kind of schedule your Lightning Lane access or your Premier access. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that's going to be the case in Florida, but it, it was simple enough. But it's like you kind of had to play the game. Like, do I have other plans? What? Are, how much is it going to cost? What is it worth it to me? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, all of this will I mean, we'll see when it starts. So which brings me to what we still don't know so much everything <laughs> so much we still don't know we i really believed when they first announced this everybody did that it would it would start with the 50th anniversary on october 1st well it's tuesday and the october you know october 1st is friday <laughs> and we've heard nothing so yes. So are we going to wake up and be, I, I was saying this before we started recording, do we just wake up on Friday and like, surprise, Genie Plus is here. Like, do we, is that what's going to happen? Or we don't know. We don't know. We have no indication from Disney whatsoever um, when this is all actually going to roll out. The initial announcements said by the end of this year. You know. I mean, that could be 11.59 p.m. on December 31st. Like, I don't, you know, I mean, I think they might, you know, I, I this is personal opinion. I think there is a better than good possibility that this gets pushed to, you know, January 1st of 2022, but. I feel like they announced it really thinking that they were going to have it for the the 50th. And then something must have happened because we all know Disney technology is not the greatest. (laughs) Um, And I feel like something must have happened and they were like, well, Oh crap! <laughs> Guess it's not going to be ready for then. Yep. Yeah. Um, we also don't know which attractions will be included in Genie Plus and which ones won't be. We can speculate. <laughs> you know. Um, I, that... Go ahead. I just okay. Here's my thinking on it. Um, I've been kind of trying to process this for a couple of weeks and try to figure this out. But I wish that we just had one thing and it was all attractions included and forget mm-hmm. the separate, you know, per, per ride, uh, 
cost. And I also wish that, and I'm not alone in this, that they um, included at least one of these versions with their deluxe resorts. I, I think if yeah. I'm paying that much for a deluxe resort, or maybe even a moderate resort, that I should it should be included. And that's my little soapbox on it, that they are really missing out and not including it um, in their, as one of their resort perks that they have taken so much away from. Yeah, there's not, there's almost no resort perks now. Like, at least we said that extra magic hours or whatever they're calling them are back now. But other than that, I mean, you don't have the, there's nothing. Like, are they even doing package delivery yet again? Or have they stopped that? Like, you know, now we don't have Magical Express starting next year. They, they need to do something. Yeah. Yeah, you can you can book your Genie Plus reservations at seven a.m. <laughs> yes, I hope you didn't want to sleep in on your vacation because right, like as if well, I was okay. stressed enough already. Now, okay, quick. so then if I have to pay for it, somebody at that deluxe resort should book it for me. It should be an automatic thing. Maybe it is with the concierge, but the concierge, um, remember they did that thing where you could pay an exorbitant amount of money and they would book your fast passes for you. Um, so you had to pay extra on top of that to get somebody else to do it. Well, no, it wasn't that it wasn't that you had to pay extra um, to get them to do it. It was that you you could purchase you additional fast passes was what you could purchase. And it was still an exorbitant amount of money for that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they would book your fast passes for you for free. That was part of the club level service. Well, yeah. still, I, yeah. I just. Yeah, I agree with you. I completely I agree with every single thing you just said. I, I, I would happily pay. I'm not about happily. But I would pay more. I would pay $20 per ticket per day or even $25 per ticket per day if it included every attraction. Mm-hmm. Agree. Agree. And I, again, yeah, people, I know people are complaining about the price because FastPass was free. I get that. I do. Um, I do. I hear you. I'm not, and none of us are happy that they are now charging no. for this. We're not nope. saying that at all. Nope, nope, nope. But once again, you know, look at Universal, their Express Pass included with their deluxe resorts. Oh, um, this is still way cheaper than... <laughs> oh, st- yes, it is still way cheaper. And the Universal does not have the amount of volume of people mm-hmm. that Disney does. And they don't... Yeah. Ha- I, like, I get it. Like, don't at me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's not the same, all of that. But you don't have to set a time with their, uh, re- with their Express right. Pass either. And... Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things about it that I really like. What I'm saying, though, is that Disney needs to step it up with their perks for yeah. the deluxe resorts. Now, I mean, now I have to pay for $25 a day to park my car plus $25 per person per day for GD+. So, you know, they need yeah. to do something. Something. Yeah. $15 per person per day. <laughs> Just so right. 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 Thank, you. Yes, thank you. I was speculating on the $25 about what I would be willing to pay if it included everything, but I don't want to freak people out. It's not, it's $15 per, per ticket per day at Walt Disney World, $20 per ticket per day uh, at Disneyland. I got on my soapbox, which I don't normally do on here. I just, <laughs> this, is a re- I, this, uh, this particular topic I think is really, um, uh, people have a real, really passionate feelings about it. Um, fast pass was an entitlement to some degree. Like we'd had it for so long and it was always free. And, you know, we would sort of look at, you know, universal express and be like, be nice, it's free, you know, um, and not necessarily pay much attention to the fact that there's works better, yeah. um, you know, 
And so I get it. Like I get anytime you suddenly have to pay for something that you got for free before that that's not a fun thing. And people save for a very long time to be able to afford their Disney vacations. Most families, this is a big investment. This is a big chunk of change. And now it's an even bigger chunk of change. If, if you want to take advantage of this, let's be clear, by the way, Disney Genie Plus is not mandatory. You are more than welcome to go and wait in most cases, not um, Ratatouille, but in most cases, you know, you can go and wait in the standby line. Mm -hmm. And theoretically, that standby line is going to move faster than it did before, because that's that's sort of the other hope with this, theoretically speaking, anyway. I mean, I saw it in practice in France, and I can tell you that the standby line is not moving faster. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what FastPass does, is it... It slows it down. It slows it down. It, but, but there's there are less people in that line at one time, possibly. Right. Right. So, you know, there's... Look, there's all sorts of... Um, uh, what's the word? Uh, line management people who study all this all of this type of thing, operations managers, that's it, who study this type of thing. <laughs> and they they know, theoretically, they know what they're doing. Um, but they sometimes cannot control where you are. Now, that's what Genie is supposed to do, is mm -hmm. to suggest for you, maybe this area is crowded, maybe you want to go over here. Or you didn't say you wanted to go into this land, maybe you want to focus more time over here. And so it's supposed to help you out in that way. Right. So maybe it, right. maybe that will help. Yep. We'll see. I mean, Disney's, you know, you got to give it to them. For, uh, they are better at moving large crowds of people where they want them to go than just about any place oh, else yeah. on Earth. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know, they are the masters of crowd manipulation. Um, and so, and, and you know, and like we said, the a la carte surge pricing is part of that. Um, if they need to lessen the crowds in the France Pavilion and Epcot, then suddenly, you know, the price for Remy is going to skyrocket because they mm -hmm. don't want you to buy it. <laughs> They're trying to encourage you to go somewhere else, you know? Right. Um, and if it is that if it is that high of a price, even if, okay, let's say money's no object to you. You're one of those lucky people. Oh, money's no object. <laughs> but, one day, that's the goal. Wait, hang yeah. on. Let me just enjoy that visual for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> but right, if, continue. If the price is that high, then you don't want to do that because that means that a lot of people have purchased it and it's crowded right now and it's a long yeah. line right now. So think of it that way. way. Right. Think of it that way. Um, yep. if it's like it's like also like those um, we have those express lanes um, here so that it's it's a, and they do search pricing. It's a certain price at certain times of day to, to drive in that fast lane. Um, oh, like on the highways? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, um, and it works with my, there's one in Miami, but it, this, the one that we have in Georgia works with my Florida sun pass. Mm. So um, it's, it's a little bit, it, it's a different system, but they all work together. So yeah. Sometimes like I have been, up here in the Northeast. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I've been driving through Atlanta or when we were, when we drove to Miami a few years ago, um, and in Miami, it was $5 to go like 20 miles. That was like the best $5 I've ever spent. <laughs> but, you know, here it, it may be $5 to go three miles. Maybe that's not worth it. You know, so it's, it's all, is it worth it to me? Is it worth it to me to spend yep. this, this amount of you money? You get to decide. 
Everybody gets to decide for themselves how much they want to spend. You know, let's be clear. Once you're at Walt Disney World, you have already spent a chunk of change. Right. You know, whether or not you want to spend more, completely up to you. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I think what bothers me the most is what about the people who can't afford it? Right. Yep. Like they've scrimped and sta- sca- yep. saved for years. They finally afo- saved enough that they can afford, you know, five nights at all star music. And to them, like this is this is the big vacation. And they're now stuck waiting in two hour lines, hour yep. lines, 45 minute lines because they can't afford, you know, hundred dollars extra a day on mm-hmm. top of food and souvenirs. <clears throat> yep. And that's just not fair it's just not right and I don't know like I get it every other theme park charges for their express pass and and what have you and so fine Disney is but they're not even like they're not doing it well (laughs) you know what I mean like Universal sure their express pass is more expensive but you get unlimited access it works on almost every single ride you get unlimited access you can go as many times as you want and like everything's included there's not tears so okay fine i can afford the 15 dollars a day but i re- my son is a huge star wars fan and we really want to ride rise of the resistance we either have to choose now to spend more money or only do the lightning lane for rise of the resistance and then we have to wait for everything else like it's just come on yeah. it's just not i don't like it it's not executed well yeah yeah i would argue about fair but i agree that it's not it's not a it's not a great look you know no it's you very much we're poor and we need money so come on give us all of your money and the more money you can spend great the better experience you get that's really the optics of genie plus it's the optics of it i i don't know whether or not it's the reality of it yet that we'll see i do still think and i i want to make sure i say this i do still think that you can go to walt disney world not pay the extra and still have an incredible magical time I do think that's possible. You know, I think a lot of it is what your expectations are and what you're anticipating going into it. And that I think for me is the most frustrating X factor about all of this and the rollout of all of this. The expectations aren't clear. Uh, Like when you roll something like this out and you're announcing to the world these new options, these new paid options, I wanna know exactly what they are. Like I wanna know clearly. Yeah. What is it? What am I getting? What am I not getting? I want to be able to make an informed decision about whether or not it is worth it to my family. And that to me is the most frustrating part of all of this is it makes it difficult for people to, to plan and to know. And we, I, I agree with what you said on, um, that you can, that you still think you can go and not spend anything extra Mm -hmm. and have a great time. But also we have the luxury of, oh, we couldn't get a, uh, rise of resistance boarding pass will go next time and not everybody has that luxury yep. so you know now some sometimes you can't help it like i really wanted to ride soren and it was down for refurbishment or yep. you know that happens and that's unfortunate and sometimes it's timing and bad luck and things like that but you know it's we i i realize how blessed i am that i just can say okay well i'll catch it next time i'll get it now, next time Next time has turned into way too long because pandemic and everything like that. But it, you know, it's, it's just part of it. And I'm anxious to see what this turns into in reality. Yeah. I'm, I'm dying for the, to just roll it out so that then we can have more informed opinions. 
Mm-hmm. You know, but sp- specifically at Walt Disney World, because like Heather said, Disneyland has had Max Pass for so long. You know, I think it's it's a, it's a pretty it's a well run system over there. Yeah. You know, and yeah. most of the park goers are locals and they know how it works and, and they not, love it. You know, like and it's, they love it's, it. And yeah, yeah. I would say that a lot of people don't use Max Pass every time they go either, because again, it's locals and they're popping in for dinner or after school or whatever it may be. Um, you know, it's really more of a, oh, family's in town. We want to make sure we get the most out of this. We want to ride these rides. That's when we're going to purchase Max Pass. So it's a different clientele as well. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, all right. So that pretty much does it for Disney Genie, Genie Plus, and the a la carte and the lightning lanes. Um, I mentioned earlier the Disney made an announcement. One of our listeners, um, Nikki Alexander, just posted this in our group from Disney Parks. Uh, big news. Today we announced an upcoming project with Amazon. Starting next year, fans at home and Disney Resort hotel guests at Walt Disney World will be able to use an Amazon Echo device to interact with some of their favorite characters from Disney Pixar, Star Wars, and beyond, just by saying, hey, Disney. Oh, great. Now, more reason to talk to my my Echo for her to just <laughs> randomly start chatting with me. <laughs> so I'm trying to figure out, um, I suppose I could watch the video, but I don't want to do that while we're recording the podcast because um, there's like a video that goes with it. But I'm trying to figure out if there are going to be Amazon devices in Walt Disney World hotel rooms or Did if they're just they? saying you could bring your own. Didn't they announce that several years ago? I feel like they did, but then they never showed up. So. Right. In some resorts, you were going to have that type of capability mm-hmm. in the resorts themselves. Yeah. I I thought so, too. But apparently I mean, I kind of don't want that in my again. hotel room. Like, what do I need? An am- like, why do I need to talk to the Echo or whatever in the hotel room? Like, I don't need that thing. You know that they listen to you. I don't need that thing listening to me on vacation, too. She listens to me every day. She's probably going to start talking because she hears me saying her name now. Like, I don't need that on vacation, too. But that's just me. Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> that's why I don't. Yeah. That's why I don't have one. I know my phone listens to me. I don't I don't have an Amazon device listening to me as well. I never had one because I think it's creepy and I don't need it. I, I don't use it all that often except to check the weather. But when I moved in with Justin, he had one and I... Ugh, it freaks me out. Like I, I'll, I remember one day I was watching. Can I say Shit's Creek? I'm gonna say oh, Shit's Creek. Bleep me if it's bad. But I was watching it and they were talking That's to Alexis. Swearing. It's the name of the show. <laughs> they were talking to Alexis on TV, and all of a sudden my echo is like, "Yes, can I help you?" And I'm like, "No, yeah. no, yeah. no." Like I'm trying very hard you. not to say the names because I don't want everybody's <laughs> devices to go off. Yeah. Um, but I have a, I have a Google device. I have an Amazon device. Well, no, I have, I have a Google device, and then my son has speakers that has the echo capabilities built into them in his room and he's got it rigged like he can turn his lights on and off he can put music on and off he can do, you know he can do like the whole thing um and then of course i have an iphone so it's always thousand listening. percent listening to me yeah. <laughs> oh i yeah it's yeah. i know my iphone listens to me so yep um but at this point i've 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 given up that ghost because i like being able to say hey <laughs> you know how old is Julie Delpy, which she's on a TV show I'm watching right now, so, you know, or whatever. And she answers me and I appreciate that. Um, All right. So that does it for this week's podcast, episode 143 of the Disney Park Princess podcast. Our Patreon extra coming up. We have seen new photos and video of the new room design at the Contemporary Resort. 
and we have thoughts, lots of thoughts. <laughs> we started getting into this before we recorded the podcast. All of a sudden, I said, I was like, wait, 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 stop. <laughs> this is Patreon Extra. Stop talking. <laughs> save it, save it. Um, so that's going to be our Patreon Extra. Uh, next week, we are going to be talking all about Heather's recent trip to Paris and Disneyland Paris. So we hope that you will join us next week. Don't forget to join our Facebook group. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and on Instagram. Uh, and if you if, if you can, um, we were super excited to get a few new Patreon supporters this week. I think you know, we probably lost a couple too because I went on a little mini vaccine rant in the middle of the podcast, um, which I will not apologize for. Uh, <laughs> but it was really nice to see. We got some really nice emails from from people saying thank you, thank you, thank you for you know taking a stance. Um, and we got some new Patreon people and we see you and we really, really appreciate you. So go to patreon.com slash Disney Park Princess. And you can also support us at the five, 10 or $15 a month level. Five bucks, you spend more than that at Starbucks, let's be clear. And this is just once a month and it makes a huge, huge, huge difference to us. So we really appreciate your support. Thank you so much, guys. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.